and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Good day. We are now in the miracles that Jesus did, and for today we will look at Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 to 32. It says here, Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to him, and he healed him, so that the man spoke and saw. And all the people, people were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that this man casts out demons. Knowing their thoughts, he said to them, Every kingdom divided itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can someone enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? Then indeed he may plunder his house. However, whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Now the verse we just read is about a demon-oppressed man who was, who was both blind and mute. Now before we move forward with the story, I would like to invite all of us here to slow down a bit and think and reflect about that statement or that description about the man. Number one, the man was oppressed. He was spiritually oppressed. He cannot live a normal life. I could just imagine how he feels. Merong mabigat na pakiramdam, merong lies or accusation in his head. Whatever that is, it sure is hard. Now, not only does he have a spiritual hindrance, he also have a physical ailment. He was physically blind. He is unable to see the beauty of things, the beauty of the mountains, the trees, the skies. And to add to that, he is also physically mute. He is unable to express his, thing, his, his words or his emotions. Now, imagine that he was feeling oppressed and he can only hear but he is unaware visually of what is happening around him and he is unable to express himself. That is a sad and depressing state to be in. And it is in that situation that the man encountered Jesus. He was healed. Spiritually, he was set free from the devil and physically, he was restored. I could just imagine light entering his eyes intelligible words coming out of his mouth. This is undoubtedly the work of God. Now, as the story progresses, we realize that this work of God produced two effects to the people around the man. The first one is found in verse 23. It says here, And all the people were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? The first effect that this work of God did is 
to produce unsure amazement from the people. The people here, they still can't make sense of who this Jesus is. For sure, he is just more than a normal teacher. He is a prophet. He is a man of God. <laughs> but one thing that they cannot deny is that the spiritually oppressed, blind, and mute man was healed. Hindi pa sila sure kung sino ba to or sino ba tong Jesus ato or what to make of this Jesus. And we still have that today. People who receive answered prayers but still haven't surrendered their lives to God fully. They're still trying things out, checking things out, or maybe just attending. And we still have that. And yet God still showed His power and His work to these people. Now the next effect of the healing is where the bulk of the narrative focuses on. The second one is the distorted views from the Pharisees. Look at verse 24. Tinanong, sabi nila, it, it is only by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that he does this. In verse 30, they, they, Jesus implied this to them at the same time, that they are against him. The Pharisees were twisting the things of God to be the things or the work of the devil. They are attributing the God things with demonic intentions. Now, it is in that context that the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit was mentioned. Now, the blasphemy of the Spirit is when a person persists in their unbelief that even the obvious, undeniable work of God, the Holy Spirit, which is meant to point to Jesus, is being attributed to the devil. Now, kay Lord do eh. Pero hindi lang sila hindi naniniwala they even labeled the things of God to be the work of the devil. Now, some of us here may be scared that you may have committed this sin, but if you are a Christian, I want to encourage you. If you have the Spirit of God in you, there is nothing to fear. This story is a reminder to us to not miss out the power and the work of God in our lives. We need to realize and acknowledge that God works and intervenes he is able to do His miraculous work in our lives and in the people around us. Even in the impossible case, like a spiritually oppressed man or a blind or a mute man. Because of their distorted view, the Pharisees, the religious leaders who are trained to see the work of God have forgotten something amazing. That this is the work of God and the man was healed. And not only that, the spiritual leaders were supposed to be the one who shepherd the people. They lost compassion for the man. You know, it is the work of the devil to make us unaware and forget the good work of God in our lives. It is the work of the devil to blind us to the works of God, to mute us from declaring the works of God. But the good news is that's why Jesus came. Jesus came to demolish and to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John says, Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been, has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Colossians 2.15 in the NIV says, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, Jesus, he made the public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. That's why Jesus died on the cross, to bring the kingdom of God here, to destroy the works of the devil. And that's what Jesus said here. 
He came here. And the kingdom of God has, has come upon them. The work of God led to two effects to the story we have just seen. Some were still unsure, but they were amazed. The next effect was that the religious leaders have distorted and opposed views. But I believe there is another effect of the story we have just read. And this is where we end our devotion today. There is a third effect. And this effect has a direct effect to us, or it is directed to us, who gets to read and hear about this. And this is the third effect, that we get to know the healer. We get to know the healer. The, th the text says that the Spirit of God has empowered the Son of, the Son of God. And if the Spirit of God has come upon you, or if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come, up, come upon you. Sabi sa verse 28. The text says that the Spirit of God has empowered the Son of Man to do the works of God. It's also the Spirit of God through Jesus that brought healing. It's the Spirit of God through Jesus who undid or who undoes the work of the devil. The Son of Man is the stronger man here. It says, in verse 29, or how can someone enter a strong man's house, the devil, and plunder his goods unless he binds the strong man? There is someone stronger than the devil, and that is Jesus. The Spirit through Jesus shows that the kingdom has come. You know, with all the voices and the opinions, the posts in social media, the, the things we hear from our friends, our prayers that we may never miss out on the one who delivers, the one who demolishes the devil's works, the stronger man, our healer, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this story. You are a God who delivers us from oppression. You are a God who brings sight to us when we all we see are dead ends. You are a God who works in our hearts so that we could express the beautiful things, the glorious things that you have done to us. And I pray even today for some of us here that maybe our circumstances today, we may be spiritually oppressed. We may be uh, figuratively blind or even mute that we cannot express our love for you or even blind. We can't see what you're doing. I pray even right now that you would give us fresh sight. For some of us here, we may be praying for physical healing with our sight. Lord, I pray for healing with our sight. Lord, I pray for physical healing, 2020 vision. Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. And I pray that we may never forget seeing the good work that you are doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God, you are so Oh
Thank you for joining us today. Let me pray for all of us here as we send you out. Lord, I pray for the power of the Spirit that we will also be channels of freedom and of, we will be channels of miracles to other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.